Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Well, that's like uh did you ever watch that john oliver bit where he was talking about um uh what was it that pow drink where they were like going around saying oh yeah if you if you want to get somebody if you love a man and you make want to make sure he doesn't get any type of prostate cancer you he, make sure he drinks this and they found out that it only had like maybe 10 percent of the actual juice that you know that they require and they even said that it's like, yeah, but it's never been promoted to cure cancer or yeah. anything like that. And they're like, well, we're going by this old rule that allowed them. Basically, they could say anything they want. An old an old average uh, packaging rule. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like going, yeah, this pomegranate juice, which is supposed to be, you know, good in antioxidants. This is actually how much is. And the guy took a little dropper and dropped it. He goes, that's actually how much pomegranate juice is in this thing. But because they can use it, oh, because it's they can use the name because it's more recognizable. Yeah, it's all bullshit. I was dude. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, if anyone believes that juice is good for you, like, it's better for you than soda if you get the hundred percent juice and shit. But it's still just a bunch of sugar. Yeah, it's just stuff you mix with hard alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen the two sharks dancing because I missed half of the halftime oh, yeah. show. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't know about the left shark just failing so hard. Dude, the choreography, he was just like, it, somebody goes, is he doing the Macarena? <laughs> Katy Perry killing that fucking high dress, though. Oh, I know. Dude, she, she has so dance. many dress. She has so many costume changes. And she changed her fucking clothes so damn fast. I know. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I, was, I felt like I was watching Back to the Future, too. You know, how does he change his clothes so fast? <laughs> That means she can get out of those clothes fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I always thought her face was kind of weird looking. But there ain't nothing weird looking about that body, though. Well, the one thing that bothered, that bothered me was like, What's up, Super Bowl? And I was like, why don't you just say, What's up, Arizona? Or do you not, yeah, like, or do you not, do you not know where you are? <laughs> no, I noticed that, too. I'm like, you're supposed to show some love to where you're at, dude. Yeah. I'm like, like 
don't maybe she didn't know where she was at, you know? She was already drunk. <laughs> she had that Sirzerp. Oh my god. Sip, sip, sipping on some scissor, 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 Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits <laughs> and gravy, stupid. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, you know what, that's enough. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. I was actually going to put this in for a uh, douchebag, but I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Refused medical treatment because of religious beliefs. He had a tumor. And he tried to pray it away. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. This kind of stuff, like, I don't care if people if people want to believe in God and pray. That's great. You know, if, if that brings you comfort. But don't be that fucking ignorant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, even, most people say that. It's like, the, well, we can say that with the anti-vaxxers. Because it's kind of, the, kind of along the same lines. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All right, so... Shall we start this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And uh, this is our post-Super Bowl. <laughs> our post-Super Bowl uh, uh, podcast, which was good for Adam because a- ac- actually Adam had a little bit of a hometown feel this this Super Bowl. Yeah. Fucking Pats took it, dude. <laughs> you know what? Um, what the fuck was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, one thing I didn't put in the show is I wanted to mention it. It involves the Super Bowl, um, the Madden, the Madden prediction. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. So, so every year, right? Madden's game. Yeah, the- they play the Madden game, computer against computer, for the the current lineup for the Super Bowl teams. And it's usually right on who wins, which makes sense because it's it's a simulation, right. you know. So and he uses statistics and all of that yeah. stuff. So it not only got it right, it got the score right. <laughs> it was twenty eight twenty four in the score, and in the game, it got the comeback right too. Not play by play, but it, it was um, the Seahawks were up at the around the same time, and the Pats came back around the same time. Oh wow! That's fucking crazy. It's like there's robots on the field, basically. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my hometown team won, and I have to admit, like I don't really watch football, and I I'm I'm starting to think because I watched that game, and I was at the edge of my seat pretty much most of the game. It was fucking interceptions and shit. All this shit was going on. Oh, this is fucking exciting. I'm starting to think maybe every time I've tried to get into football, it was I just happened to watch a boring fucking game. Because well, and every other time the games are like so just bleh, like well, the, whatever. The, the thing is, is that usually the Super Bowl is usually it's the playoff games that are more exciting than the actual Super Bowl because one team always wants it a little more than the other. Yeah, I I think in this one, the Seahawks were going on ego. And the Pats were going for justification because of that whole deflate gate. Yeah. They both teams kind of had something they wanted to prove, and that little ninja at the, near the end of the fourth quarter, <laughs> <laughs> he literally like they, someone has to do the meme with it where they pass the ball and then all of a sudden there comes a dude. What was it? Number twenty-one, wasn't it? I think so, or something like that. He, he comes out of nowhere and just fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just caught, and it was so funny because he caught the ball, 
and then he fell, not gracefully, but he caught the ball. Yeah. And then um, the other, but all of a sudden, when the other dude who was supposed to catch the ball came in the frame, he was officially just hands up, falling backwards, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean that yeah I mean the people are going to be talking about that play for for forever yeah. uh but you know it was it was funny too cuz like I hate the Seahawks okay see here's the thing I know most usually when you hear geek podcasts everybody's like I don't know anything about football but you know you have to emphasize that you know nothing about sports I guess that's a prerequisite um I usually do that before I start talking about sports <laughs> you do that before you start talking about anything really but uh wow yeah uh for me i well no that's not true adam's into baseball or you were you know more about baseball than i just don't i don't follow it every season but i am a little bit more i mean i'm from boston you know? yeah it's red a birthright sox. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly pats red sox that's <laughs> yeah pats red sox and by extension bruins um, <laughs> right and, right and the celtics <laughs> yeah exactly the celtics and you know in la we have everything except really a football team but got the Raiders up up north. Fuck the. This is L.A. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> we ain't even in California. We were just in L.A., <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but you know, I I you know I know football. I like watching football. Uh, but in certain games, especially like the Super Bowl, I, I generally those games are usually really boring, and usually you don't watch it until the fourth quarter. Well, the and, Super Bowl is usually very technical. No one's, yeah. no one's taking risks. Right, yeah, because everybody wants to ensure what's going on. Well, in this one, you know, you had the Pats up, and then at the half, the, the uh, Seahawks tied it, and then they were up, and then, you know, they came back, and, and the P- Pats came back and won by four. Let's see, I, I hate Pete Carroll. <laughs> I hated him since he was here at U- USC. And uh, and I think it was great too that he was he got beat by the team that fired him, um, so <laughs> so uh, you know to, to me it was kind of like okay. why they why they fire him? Um, they fired him and then they got uh, Bel- Belichick. Belichick, yeah, who I was really surprised to see wearing full sleeves in a state that doesn't really require full sleeves. He was wearing full sleeves. It's probably all he had. Yeah. He's like, shit, no, I, wore actually, all my, I wore all my other ones. I he wear he, he uh, raised this big fucking alarm because there's a picture of him at one of the practices, I think, before the Super Bowl, where he's wearing a, uh, a red shirt that says, don't tread on me. It has that don't tread on me flag. Right. And everyone's like, oh, that's the that's the Tea Party's official slogan. So I guess he's in this. I'm like. Uh, that's been around longer than the tea, tea party. Exactly. Like, we need to relax. And that you actually see that a lot um, just from Americans. I see that all the time. So I don't know. And, and I don't think Belichick is the kind of person that thinks about what he's putting on. No, I mean, he would wear he would he would wear just some like beer logo if he had he's seen with in like, his drawer. He's seen like a Corona shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's the first thing I saw. I'm, I'm trying to, because Be- Belichick It was like, laundry day, that's all I had left. Just, you can say, you could say a lot about Belichick but you can tell he's a dude that just like it's football 24 fucking 7. That's all he ever cares about. So, and then you have Brady. <laughs> Brady's just a fucking god. You know. It's so, fu- it's funny too because like it's played to like such a hilt on like you know, I mean, if you guys haven't watched the Jimmy Kimmel bit where they're talking about Deflategate and 
Matt David and Ben Affleck and uh, all these people, uh, these people that are actually from Boston, you know, or from uh, New England are just like <laughs> talking about it. It's hilarious. Uh, the, still hearing Damon speak with his accent and then just the way he talks was just hilarious to me. See, I love that bit because it was three different accents because yep. they're all from they're all from the Boston area. But it's it's a big area, right. <laughs> and uh, Damon has a more mellow accent. He actually sounds a lot like my uncle. Yeah, he, he said, "You know, I took my nephew over there. And he said he got emphysema." And I'm like, "Or yeah, he's like, he, he may have emphysema." And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking emphysema. Besides, these tickets are fucking expensive." <laughs> and then you had uh, Krasinski over there talking about, and the blimp was coming down, so I had to take the air out of every ball. <laughs> I had to take the air out of every fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one you hear a lot, like in in downtown. <laughs> but then, uh, and if you what, don't believe me, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> if you don't believe me, you can go fuck yourself. It was it was just so spot on. And but it's funny too, because like, um, I, I was a few years ago when they were talking about Brady is this. There was some bit on YouTube going around about um, what Boston girls say. I think I sent it to you a long oh, time yeah, ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And half of it was like. I would have Tom Brady's baby or something like that. And a buddy of mine was like, why don't they play up Tom Brady? I'm like, they're, they're just being factual. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone in bot, there's, there's, there are super like fucking heterosexual tough guys that would go, I'd blow fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. You get enough beers in them. They'll tell you. And they just, I think it's because before Tom Brady, the Patriots were a whatever team Yeah. at the time, you know, and then he came and, he came and everyone else did. So, <laughs> pretty much, he did and they did. They did. And like I was telling Steve, he's such a generic fucking dude. Like he he's not. There's no person. Like there's a personality, but it's just the generic. <laughs> I'm a really nice guy personality, and he's winning at everything in life. He's, I'm gonna say it. He's the best QB in the NFL. Go fuck everybody who thinks something different. <laughs> um. He is banging one of the hottest chicks on the planet. Fucking Giselle, right? Or something? Yeah. 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 She doesn't even have a last name. That's how legit she is. <laughs> no, she does have a last name. <laughs> well, um, nobody cares. Right. <laughs> and his entire – the where he plays, everyone thinks he's a fucking god among men. He's living the dream. Yet he still looks humble as fuck. Like he still goes and buys his groceries and does his laundry and shit. The best the the best way to see that is if you saw that Ted commercial Ted two commercial <laughs> during the Super Bowl where they decided to get the sperm of Tom Brady. Do <laughs> a perfect spiral. The only problem with that was it was it wasn't factual because if Tom Brady woke up and saw people trying to steal his sperm, he would have he would, he would have donated and he would have he would have not wanted to tell anybody because he didn't want. Um, the positive attention man because he's just doing a good deed. Yeah. What was it in that? Kimmel I think bit? I would blow Tom Brady. <laughs> was it in that Kimmel bit? Because Brady is a fucking saint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Oh man. But uh, something I wanted to just touch on, and this isn't necessarily geeky, but it is kind of because we're talking about science. Science, bitch. <laughs> is this whole shit about the anti-vaxxers? The only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's just this isn't like, about science, it's about stupid people. It's because you're hearing these, and the reason why I bring this up is because I was watching CNN's been doing a whole thing about this, and they're talk they talk to this doctor, this doctor, who said 
he wouldn't vaccinate kids. He wouldn't vaccinate his own kids because the risk is too strong. And I'm yeah. like, you're a fucking doctor. There is no, you're supposed to believe in science. There is no science to support this. I mean, there was this, um, they, I forget what news source this was, but, um, there's this one doctor that says it's, he was saying it's everybody's choice, you know, whatever. And he said he doesn't vaccinate his kids because he's a cardio, he's a cardio doctor anyway. So it doesn't have anything to do with this, but he, um, he said, my children are pure and they'll remain pure. Oh, I'm my like, God. Don't you know? Yes, the master race. <laughs> when you live in a country that is just a little too rich and uh, a little too untouched by certain problems. Because I guarantee if you go into parts of Africa and go, would you take this if it would cure a bunch of diseases? They'd be like, fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. You know, and, and that's my problem with the anti-vaxxers is that there is no – there is no, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. There is no concrete evidence that it causes any problems. Yeah. And even the slight, the 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 time, even let's just assume it does. It's like a fraction of a percent. Now, what's the what's the percentage of people that get measles if no one has the measles vaccine? Right. Fucking everyone. You know. So it's it's so funny to me that everyone wants. You could you could you could sit someone down who's an anti anti vaxxer or whatever the fuck they call them. You could say, Do you want diseases to be cured? They'll tell you yes. Because no one in their right mind would say no. Right. And then right after that go, Do you vaccinate your children? And they'll say no. It's like so basically they found the cure for these diseases, but you don't want to take it? <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching one today on uh, Anderson Cooper, and this is the reason why I wanted to talk about it, because this doctor said, he goes, well, yeah, but people don't have to take it, because it's rare for the measles to... It's rare nowadays. And um, and I was just like, it's rare because we have a vaccine exactly. for it. Exactly. We have a vaccine for it, which makes it rare. If you stop taking the vaccine, it's going to come back like it's doing. I don't understand this. It's like people... I felt like Lewis Black for a minute. Like I just wanted to start screaming and bang my head against the wall. And here's a big thing people don't understand. There are cert- there's a certain percentage of people, children, that can't be vaccinated. Right. I know kids with leukemia. Yeah. Leukemia will cancel the vaccine, the chemo. So cancer patients, anything like that. Did you hear about that that kid that has leukemia and couldn't get the vaccine and got infected with the measles? Yeah. Yeah. And then not only so, – so the people who answer vaccines are like, it's not my responsibility to take care of everybody else's kids. I'm like, no, it is, you fucking idiot. You're not understanding. It's not just the ones that aren't vaccinated. It's also every vaccine every vaccine only is 95% effective. Right. It relies on the entire society yeah. having more IQ points than a fucking goldfish and actually doing what they're supposed to do for the greater good of everyone. Well, there's some somebody and this was one funny thing that I actually saw this on there was somebody goes, "We take responsibilities upon ourselves if we see a parent slap a child." We call child services. If we see something happen that we don't like, we call child. Oh, but we don't. If our kid is going to give the measles to somebody else, that's I have the choice to do that. It's like no. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot of people that say I don't have a choice to just simply spank my child anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I have the choice to not give them a vaccine that could yeah, possibly that could kill, kill people. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah. 
I mean, and the sad part know, is and, the first and, person I heard about talking about anti-vaccine is um, Jenny McCarthy, and if yeah. she's the one that set this off, yeah, Jenny McCarthy and Jim Carrey, like those are the two sco- I wrote even scholars. For, I wouldn't we... even ask for directions from Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> well, what what cracks me up about this whole thing is Obama, President Obama doesn't doesn't make any definitive decisions. He he's made a career out of not making a definitive decision about anything. He even went on record of saying, get your kids vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you can get a guy who's made a whole career out of not making any any official stance on anything to say, get, get your kids vaccinated. Well, he's been making a little bit more official stance nowadays. Now that he has for, it, yeah, because I know it's all for show, but it's yeah. still fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, he, it's uh, but there's a big movement going on now. People talking about they want to make it. Um, illegal to not vaccinate your kids. I'm for it, that. I, as easy as to say it is, you're for it. That's kind of a gray area too, because where does that stop? You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, dude. But I am for that. Like, I think I think it's a public health issue. It is a public health issue. And the thing is, is that you know, oh, okay, it's we have to get. You don't have to vaccinate your kids against measles because you know that could actually kill them. Um, but we want to do stuff about Ebola. We gotta take care of Ebola, you know. It's like, where is that? Oh, we need to contain yeah. people who have Ebola. If okay, Ebola became a huge problem in this country, and we developed a cure for it, would these people not give it to their children? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking. It's insane. It's insanity. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, it's just like, you know, this is this is a public health issue. We shouldn't even be, you know, pussyfooting around this. Parents should not be in the position of saying. I don't know much about science, but I'm going to make this choice based on the shit that I read on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. People say Wikipedia is the source of all human knowledge, but they're joking. And it's just, so to me, it's just like... It's the source of a general overview of all human knowledge. <laughs> and um, that's even not factually correct. I was actually talking to... Uh, we'll get off this subject after this, unless you have something else to add, but I'll be done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I was talking to my kids pediatrician great pediatrician i've, I've been uh with him since the stat and everything i love the guy and uh he has kids of his own and stuff i was like look man let's let's get down to brass tacks with this what what is what is your stance on the vaccines like who i i know you would you would give them to my children because you've already given them to my children right. but what do you think about these people that are saying that we shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that and he, he does that slow take off his glasses, fold them, <laughs> put them on the table, and he goes, they're morons. And he said, do you notice that everyone who talks about anti-vaccination movement, he said, it's either a celebrity or just an average person. You never see – and he says, and anytime you see a doctor, it's a doctor that has nothing to do with that field of medicine. Mm. And he says, take it from me. We've cured these diseases. You should help your children by not – making them suffer like people did 100 200 years ago yeah i was gonna and you know what? it's funny because everyone we live in a society too that it's everyone wants to distrust all authority but yeah. to me I got, I got this doctor he's gone to medical school and he has children of his own why is he gonna lie to me right <laughs> he's not making money off of the vaccinations though so most of those are fucking free exactly you know, know what I mean? Yeah. It's so stupid. Everyone's always it's a big conspiracy to See, get. Here's here's the, here's what I here's this is my final point. And 
to me, it's all you have to do is just look at the numbers. If so many people can um, can become autistic by using the measles vaccine, and you think about everybody up to this point that has had the vaccine because you needed it before you went to school, uh, and the number of kids that became autistic, wouldn't the number be a bit higher? <laughs> I know. To me, it's just like, just use basic common sense. Here's a perfect example building off that point that I just thought, thought of. You've inspired me. <laughs> Let's assume that there is a very small fraction of a percentage of people that have adverse effects to vaccinations, okay? And then the people use the argument, what, what's their argument? I'm not vaccinating my kids because it causes mental mental problems and my kids... Auti it could I, lead to high risk of autism. Right, high risk of autism and this and that. It's dangerous for my children, so I'm not going to give it to them. Okay, have you ever put them in a car? Yeah. Because I can almost, if we're if we're doing apples to oranges here, you can almost guarantee they're going to get fucking hurt when you put them in a car. Or like, you know, oh, you, you we shouldn't have guns because kids could kill other kids. Well, that's the same thing with measles. Yeah, you know, you, it's... Measles is measles isn't the fucking chicken pox. No, it's horrible, and they've they've been putting up pictures of that shit. Kids with the measles, it's, it's it, it makes your stomach hurt when you see yeah. it. And the chicken yeah. pox are bad enough, but to the measles just and they found it. They got a vaccine for the chicken pox now. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. All my kids, all my kids are vaccinated for the fucking oh, chicken pox. I had to go through the chicken pox. Yeah, I had it seven times. <laughs> I'm not kidding because I, I kept getting it the first six times it was small it was only on one part of my body mm. and then the last time I was like 14 my entire body I mean under my feet Ugh. everywhere I, I I was laying in the bed one time and, and I I was old enough to know I shouldn't scratch myself oh, right. I'm, lay, I'm laying in the bed and I'm perfectly still and everyone's like in there cleaning the room or whatever and I just went ah <laughs> I wanted I wanted to kill myself. Like chickenpox is horrible. Uh, so I gave him the vaccine for it. Now my kids don't have to deal with it. Nice. Because the because the the great thing about that is chickenpox, you get fucking shingles later on. Mm. When you get older, well you have a high chance of it. Yeah. And that shit's debilitating. Yeah. And you so. want to and you want to also talk about science. Chicks don't get pregnant in the summertime. Yeah, exactly. That's science. Cold heart science, man. Can't speaking speaking of science from the great minds of Playboy, they, they, were, <laughs> they were uh they were reporting on something, and this was actually a study that was done, that women the study the top twenty five hot booties of the, no, the internet, no, no. but that was science as well. Yeah, of course. Um, studies are showing that women actually don't need bras; they don't keep your oh, they don't I, keep I, your tits from sagging or whatever. Yeah, I saw the 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 thing on on my Facebook feed, but I didn't click on it. I'm all for it. I was looking for the top 25 gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move off of this. But right. basically, if, if – talk. Oh, go ahead. No, just if you have children and you're confused – and it, it makes sense for you to be confused. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different information coming out. Sit down with your doctor. That, there's a lot of misinformation out right. there. Sit down with your doctor. Do your own research on a reputable medical site. Not WebMD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And make make the right choice. Because if that's the case, your kid's dead. <laughs> when you talk, when you're talking about the health of your children yeah. and the health, the health of the society you live in, don't take your advice immediately from fucking Kim Kardashian or something or celebrities and bullshit like that. Come on now. Because you gotta, you gotta look as a parent. 
and I don't have kids. Adam does. But as a parent, you have a responsibility not to just your kid, but to kids around you. Don't do follow you, a fad for your yeah, kid. Do you want to be responsible for caught because you chose this, that your kid caught measles and killed someone else? Because that, that's really what it comes down to. The saddest part is, is most of these anti-vaxxers are probably vaccinated themselves. Oh, oh yeah. Because their I, parents had more fucking common sense. Because yeah, you had to be. Their parents now, like my age, I had to be. That was, that's the thing, too, because when I was a kid, I wasn't even – I remember I was late on a vaccination just because it was – my mom forgot. It wasn't because she didn't want to do it. And I wasn't even allowed in school. Yeah, me too. So I had now to. all these kids are allowed in school now? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Heather was saying – she goes, yeah, she goes that California allows them to be in there if they're not full. And I'm like, that's, that's, a, that's a safety risk. Arizona doesn't. I have to get. I have to make sure my kids. I I just signed up my one of my um, one of my young kids for kindergarten to start later this year, mm-hmm. and they gave a list. All of these shots need to be done, or he can't come to school. Yeah, California. I don't know what California's. Doing. Well, California. No offense, but California has a tendency to try to appease everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but fuck that, dude. Yeah. All fuck right. that bitch. Talk, talk. Talk. Some. Let's change the subject and talk about something a little light. Are we? T- I thought I thought you were doing a weird segue. Oh, that was a segue into your. Okay. <laughs> well, the book isn't light, so I don't know what the hell. Not. Um, I got. Yeah, I know. Uh, for my birthday, which was two months ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been a while. <laughs> uh, my uncle sent me the Howard the Duck omnibus, and it is amazing. This fucking thing is heavy, dude. Yeah. It's it's um. It's it's about f- three and a half, four inches thick. Jesus. And it's just – there's so much Howard the Duck in this thing. There's, there's Howard the Duck I didn't even know about <laughs> in this fucking thing. And um, very well put together book. You know, It's not all half-ass. It has some stuff at the, the end of it. It tells you a bit of the history and interviews with the creators and all that shit. But it's basically just a bunch of comic books bound in a single book. Marvel doesn't really fuck around with their books. They don't. They don't add too much to it, which I kind of like. Um, it had, uh, you know, that book sleeve. Oh that, right. I don't. I forget what they're called, but the, the dust has, covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has some uh, some artwork on it. But the cool thing is, when you take it off, the artwork is also on the book itself, which I thought was a nice little touch. Instead of it just looking like some random fucking accounting book from <laughs> the library. Um, I'm perfect. Perfect printing everything yeah i mean it, it, it looks amazing and it's this book is like a hundred bucks but you know Damn. my uncle my uncle knows people so whatever yeah and i still haven't i still haven't fucking called him because um first it was the snowstorm oh yeah and my mother had already called him and he's like don't fucking bother me i gotta do this and that and the other thing and then then I was like, oh, I should call him, but it was the Super Bowl. And if I called him during the Super Bowl, he'd fly down here just to kill me. Yeah. So. Because Tom Brady's a god. Because <laughs> Tom Brady's a fucking god. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> no, my uncle my uncle is the only person in, the ha- in our family that doesn't really give two shits about baseball. baseball. He always. No, baseball. Oh. He always has a Patriots hat on. Uh, there is never a moment. I think he sleeps in it. 
<laughs> he's got a fucking Pats hat, and it's one of those ridiculous ones that have like the big NFL symbols on them. It's oh, just right, not a yeah. smooth looking one, you know. And it even has the plastic clasp on the back of this oh, cheap ass. <laughs> he's always wearing that shit. So he's a huge Pats fan, and fucking, I remember the last time they were in the Super Bowl, my mother called to talk about the game. And he he didn't answer right away. And then he called as as soon as the halftime show started. He called her and he goes, "What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Call me during the game." <laughs> uh, uh, I was reading this little bit on because <clears throat> I just watched uh, Gone Girl last week, and uh, <clears throat> good movie, good movie, fucking twisted as fuck. <clears throat> but uh, there was a little bit on there um, where they were talking about. Uh, Ben Affleck, he was supposed to be living in New York, and the director wanted him to wear a Yankees cap. <clears throat> but, you know, he's like, uh, no, no, I'm not wearing a Yankees cap. And uh, he goes, that he goes, I'll, I'll wear a Boston cap. And then they're like, they compromised, so he wore a Mets hat. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've, re- I've read the book, and it's a great, great book. I'm not trying to be one of those guys. The book was better. But I, I want to see... Um, I really want to see the movie. Yeah, it's it's really really. It's I, I thought it was a really good movie because they did a good job with um. What was the other? It was from the same author, and it was about the um. He's a private detective, and it was someone was abducting children. Hmm. Gone baby gone. I oh think. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the same author, and, and that book was amazing, and the movie was really well done too. So yeah, he writes um the author he writes. All his books are in Boston. So that instantly makes them hits. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so. Uh, um, last but not least, Joystick went, is gone bye-bye. Baby. Um, it's kind of sad, I actually like yeah, Joystick. It's been a, the site's been around for a little over 10 years. I think they had their 10-year anniversary last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, as Adam said before the podcast, yeah, the first first downfall was AOL bottom pretty much yeah and um they're going to get they're getting rid of that and massively which was their MMORPG uh yeah. uh dedicated site so both sites have gone bye-bye which sucks because well one because it always sucks when that you know that happens but you know it it's going to happen now cuz with the internet you know people are you know people are doing sites from their home you know they're like you know, they're doing it on the cheap and, you know, when you're going to places like Joystick or IGN or GameSpot, there's always a little bit of, I don't know, a lot of people feel uh, advertising involved, you know, where it's like, you, sometimes you don't feel like you're getting a, a, a true feeling, yeah, you know, for it. And IGN's been notorious for that, but... And then on the other side of the coin, it's... The internet has become so commonplace now that you're seeing it turn into television in the respect of most people go to certain places for information. Like as much as people talk shit about IGN, that's where most people go for their news, for yeah. gaming news. I know I go there all the time. You know, I just don't read their opinion bullshit. <laughs> um, their review, IGN's reviews are the things that get fucked with. Like their reviews are always skewed. Like yeah. the, the super popular games always get good reviews. But the um, joystick was cool because they they used to report on things that no one else would report on. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I liked about them too. Is like this company bought this company and, yeah. and stuff like that. 
which was pretty cool, but yeah, but oh, well. uh, yeah, so uh, bye bye. And it was it sucks too because like I remember like hearing the rumor. I'm like going, I'm like ah oh, these rumors, man. And then all of a sudden it's like nope, it's true. Joystick mm-hmm. said it, and I was like oh shit, that sucks. Joystick no. <laughs> all right, so shall we dip into some news now since we fucked off enough? Just the tip. <laughs> Uh, first, uh, uh, in movie news, uh, last week, the Fantastic Four trailer dropped. Dropped! So we got to actually see what everybody's been bitching about. Um, and, uh, if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, go to lazygeeks.com. We have it in the, in the, uh, video section. Uh, what did, what did you think? Um... It's one of those trailers where you leave more confused <laughs> than not knowing anything at all. And it looks like they're really trying to make this movie super epic in scope. Felt but, so science fiction-y to me. Yeah, and, and which kind of makes sense because they did deal with a lot of science. They would go to space a lot and stuff like that. But it this one, I mean, I thought of Prometheus for a second. <laughs> when I was watching yeah. it, so it's a little um, Prometheus, a little Interstellar, and I'm hearing rumors that it, this this movie is going to try to be kind of um, a little scary at parts too, like have some horror elements in it oh, on the I, low key. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean but, the low key, the low get key. it. <laughs> um, I mean, it, here's one thing that I wanted to say. Uh, there was, you know, people are already like, oh yeah, you know that. Fox's X are so unhappy with it that they're going back to reshoot stuff. Okay, first of all, people that are saying that rumor don't know how movies work. Movies. No one's no one's going to reshoot a movie because of the response from the teaser trailer. Yeah, no, but this was before the teaser trailer came out because oh. they're like, uh, you know, that Fox execs were unhappy with it and they're looking to reshoot some stuff, and um, it, this is just showing how bad the movie's going to be. No, that those rumors are from fanboys that hadn't even seen the teaser trailer yet. It, and those are people that don't know anything about movies. Movies shoot, and then after about six months or so. They go into editing, you know, and then when they start putting the movie together and start going, oh, we don't have a good angle of this. We don't ha- we're missing a little element here. This, that, and the other thing we do, what's called reshoots. Yeah, it's part of the editing process. Yeah, so then they, they and it's all the cast is contractually obligated at, I think it's, you know, usually six months before the film uh, premieres. They do what's called reshoots. Everybody does it. They did it in the Avengers. They did it in all movies because something happens in the storyline. Maybe they make an editing change of like this storyline completely needed should be dropped. Or that yeah, they put they pull a scene so now the scene before it doesn't make any sense. So they reshoot something to kind yeah. of fit that. Um, if you guys watched uh, X Men Two, uh, uh, the scene where Wolverine, Cyclops, and and Patrick Stewart are talking about uh, Gene's death. If you listen to the audio commentary, that was a reshoot. So a lot of things get reshot. So when you hear those rumors, take them with a grain of salt because they all do reshoots. Every movie, it doesn't matter what movie it is, they all do reshoots. But uh, yeah, I don't far- think any. I don't think any major film was just filmed straight through and then we're done. Yeah, that's indie shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, as far as the trailer goes. I don't know. I guess I'm still having trouble with the age 
these ki- these guys. I know these guys are like in their mid to late twenties, but they still look so goddamn young. Well, the thing was too is is they're losing a lot of the dynamic aspects of the Fantastic Four. You had um, uh, Sue Storm and um, whatever Mister Fantastic. I wasn't a big Fantastic Four fan. Reed. Reed yeah, Rangers. they they were a little older. Yeah. Than um, than Johnny and and then even still, I think um, Thing was older than all of them, or at least the same ages. As so there was Reed, a yeah, because he was he was friends with Reed. Yeah, so there's just a dynamic there. Yeah, and now they're all the same fucking age. Yeah, so that dynamic's gone. It's, it's not gonna make you can't do that anymore. You can't have one be I'm I'm wise. He can know more, yeah. but he's not gonna be wiser than anybody because he's the yeah. same fucking age. Yeah, because that's what Reed Richards did. I mean, that if anything of the original, as horrible as the original movies were, uh, that was one element that they kept. Reed Richards tested things so much. I thought he was a really good Reed Richards. Dude. I I liked him as Reed Richards. I liked Michael Chiklis's thing. And I really liked uh, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Yeah, I, I really I, liked uh, Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for just being Jessica Alba. Well, I uh, thought she did fine because Sue Storm is – she was a 70s blonde. I mean it's really not that hard yeah. to get that on film. Right. But the thing is is that he – that Reed Richards is that way. He is overly cautious because he wants to make sure you know, everything's right. Yeah, he analyzes him. He's a scientist. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> like, it looks like it's... Obviously, it looks like they're doing something for the government. Something goes wrong. And they they survive and get these superpowers. But, I don't know. It just... To me, it just looks like they're trying a little hard to go in a different direction. Yeah, if it's too forced. And I think I think that's <clears throat> where, where Marvel gets it right. Is Marvel... It's like, okay, fine. If if you're if you're intelligent, you know that if you're moving from one medium to the other, there needs to be changes made, right. especially with movies, because you only got two hours. Right. You, you have to you have to streamline things a bit, kind of like with Spider Man, where they made um, his webbing a power. Right. In the other okay. movies, like I, it would have been cooler if they would have had him invent it. But if really think about the new ones when he invented it, they rush that so fucking fast that you're right. like, oh, he's just a super genius. Is that what yeah. we have to? Um, but if you make it to the point that you're just changing it for the sake of changing it, everyone's going to notice. Yeah. And everyone's going to be, this is stupid. You know, and, and I don't know. I, I, I have to say after seeing the trailer, I, I don't have a new opinion because the trailer doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You know, so it's not even a teaser in the real kind of way because it's not really teasing anything. They just showed you a bunch of random images. Yeah, with a very gloomy and moody kind of. And then I feel. and but we're, we'll just like any other comic movie. That one was gloomy, and then we'll get a trailer that's funny. Yeah, and then it won't make any sense. Exactly. So and that's and that's the thing. Like for me, I'm a fantastic. Ah, damn my my throat. <laughs> my voice wants to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I'm a I've been a Fantastic Four reader for a long time, and like people sit there and say like you know because I I made a comment about johnny storm and it wasn't the fact that like you know it's like oh you one of those are like you know because he's not white it's like no i haven't it has nothing to do with him being black i don't care to me it's just the fact that i don't believe these characters at their age and the guy that's playing johnny storm was in another movie called that that awkward moment or something like that with zach efron where he played a 
doctor. And I looked at him and I go, he's too, he looks too young to be a doctor. Dookie Hauser up in this motherfucker. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but I was just like, I don't buy it. So it, it, to me, it's just the fact that I don't buy their age. And, and, and you're going to lose something because you're trying to get the younger audience. And it's like, look, X-Men, just follow the X-Men rule. You know, I mean, they played around with some of the some of the characters' ages, but you know, Wolverine wasn't a twenty-year-old guy. <laughs> you know, well, Prof- if they would if they would have made Wolverine young, that would have made no fucking sense. Exactly right. And then Professor X and Magneto and all of that stuff. You know, it's just to me, I don't know. I'm gonna reserve judgment, but so far, not all that impressed. Yeah, I'm gonna reserve ultimate judgment, but my temporary judgment is this movie is gonna do well. I think it's gonna do as well. This is what I'm, I'm going to call it right now, just as a guesstimate. It's going to do as well as the second new Spider-Man movie. Ooh. That's what I'm, I'm calling it. And it's because if, it, if they keep going on the – there will be people that watch it because they want to see an action movie. So it will make money. But when the movie isn't coming from Marvel at this point, the Marvel fans need to be convinced to go see it. Yeah. And if you make it too dramatically different, they won't see it. Exactly. They'll just bootleg it or see it when it comes out on, on tape. <laughs> on <laughs> so, video. <laughs> yeah, when it comes out on Laserdisc. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why, but lately I keep saying that. Video? I keep telling my kids, we'll get it when it comes out on tape. And they look at me and go, what? And I go, shut up. We'll get it later. <laughs> we won't get it now, goddamn you. <laughs> now we're not buying shit. Don't judge me. <laughs> anyway. Um, so... This isn't funny, but it was strange, to say the <laughs> least. Um, Ricardo Medina Jr., uh, he was a Power Ranger. So he was on Power Ranger Samurai um, as the White Ranger. And then he was later – was it? Let me make sure I don't get these mixed up. Yeah, Power Ranger um, in Wild Force. Power Ranger Wild Force in 2002 as the, as the Red Ranger. I'm sorry. Um, and then later played the villain Decker in Power Ranger Samurai um, between 2011-2012. Um, he has been arrested for allegedly killing his roommate. Um, so what the way it went down, his roommate Joshua Sutter um, and Medina, this is TMZ reporting this, um, got into like a shouting match or some kind of fight in their ho- in their house. Um, and Medina went into his bedroom and shut the door and then, uh, Sutter forced himself into the room where Medina stabbed him once with a sword. And then it was Medina who called the police and he confessed, I guess he, he said what happened or whatever. And then they arrested him. So he's currently in jail, um, with a million dollar bail. I just want to know, did he hit the pose before he stabbed the roommate with the with the sword? I just want to know. I want to know if he had the theme song cued on a boombox, and he just <laughs> as soon as the dude as soon as the dude came in, he pressed play, and it's all go go Power Rangers, and he's all Power Rangers Samurai. <laughs> did he come in there on the lion, like Katy Perry? <laughs> I know it's kind of fucked up, but still. It's um, like, dude, <laughs> he he took it to the next level. You're killing somebody with a sword. Yeah, that's next level shit. That's just like, 
What the fuck? It's almost, it's almost worse than killing someone with a gun. Because like a gun, you can still believe that the per- it was a it was a crime of passion, like whatever. You could kind of believe that. Yeah. But a sword, like you have to, you really have to think when you well, grab a sword. A sword, or like when they said, yeah, they stabbed this guy seventeen times. It's like, dude, come on, guy. Once was enough. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was blinded by rage. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> At least at the eighth stabbing, you should have been like, what am I doing yeah, I with know. my life? <laughs> there really isn't much more to talk about, but um, uh, they haven't come out with any new details. Uh, I pretty much think he's going to go to prison. I mean, he's the, <laughs> one, he's, he's the one that called. And what's he going to say? Oh, he, he's fucking – he's a samurai. He fell on the sword because <laughs> he fell on it on purpose. He fell yeah. on the sword five times. Ooh, those things happen. What? <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, uh, if I if I read an update, I'll let you guys know. But I, it pretty much just looks like the guy's going to prison. Ah, uh, He won't be in the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, maybe that's what he. That was his audition. His roommate was going up for the audition too. Yeah, Fuck you. I've got this part. Uh, it's my part. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers! I'll show you. I'll take it. <laughs> there's this. There's this one power. I don't. It's not Samurai, but it's a newer one. And I saw it on TV. My kids don't like Power Rangers that much. Um, but I saw it on TV, and they can turn into any Power Ranger from any series. So depending on what skill set they need. like they, and, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. And in the episode I saw, they, they turned into the original Power Rangers. So they're dressed like they I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. Because I used to watch Power Rangers when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, but it's – I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's just it's fucking the Power Rangers has never been a normal show. No. no. Also, on a separate fact, just because I passed this meme, there is no word for hello in Klingon. So, mm-hmm. it's probably oh, why, interesting. It's probably why Worf just stared at motherfuckers when they showed up. Just bitch. well, they usually go, "I am Worf, son of mode." They never just say, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, they just introduce themselves, just themselves and their yeah. family name. I am Worf, son of Moog. They're too fucking badass for hello. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> Fuck you. Be <laughs> the most appropriate hello. I told my wife recently that Klingon was a real language you could speak. She didn't believe me. So I looked it up and I had her listen to it. And she goes, why do they sound so angry? And I'm like, you should watch Star Trek more often. <laughs> exactly. If you had those ridges on your forehead, you'd be angry too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> In the original series, we just looked like black people. Now we're all fucking crazy looking. <laughs> wow. It's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, they just had good tans. There was a lot of blackface going on in yeah. the original series. Oh, yeah. And nobody gave a fuck because it was sci-fi. And it was the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to the gaming news. Um, Nintendo has has been the reason the gaming industry never fully tanked. However, in recent years, it seems that the console is having issues remaining relevant. Unfortunately, that seems to happen with many companies that forge a new path. Eventually, that path leads to their struggle to remain to remind the public why they matter. Just ask Nintendo about their Wii U. Since the console was released in 2012, it was announced last on last Wednesday that the company managed to sell 9.2 million consoles. When it break when you when it breaks down, the news is even bleaker. The Wii U managed to sell only 1.91 million during October and December of 2014, which is slightly lower than the 1.95 million units 
it sold in 2013 during the same period. You know, those numbers make sense though, because yeah. you had you had the new consoles had just jumped off, right? Um, and oh no, when did the, the new consoles came out in 2013? Oh, yeah. Oh. So yeah, I know, and they sold more when the new consoles came out. Uh, many people will complain that the only different that it's only a difference of 40,000 units, but when you think about all the additional games that were released for the console, primarily Mario Kart, that's not a good sign. Break it down even further, that means Nintendo only sold 3.3 uh, million consoles in, since April of 2014. The news is not all bad, though, given that Nintendo did sell 7.8 million members of the 3DS family and expects a big bump with the new 3DS launches in North America and Europe this year. Software sales for the 3DS were 53.4 million units, while the Wii U software was at 20.59 million. Which means that basically everybody that bought Wii U, the Wii U, bought a lot of the games for it. Mostly probably Mario titles, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, um, now, here's the thing that makes it even sadder. Is that the Wii U is the slowest selling console in their history. Beating out the low point set by the GameCube, which I completely loved. Uh, to show it in comparison, the original Wii sold 44 million units during its first four years on the market, while the Wii U only sold 7.3 million units in the same period. See, Nintendo, everyone loved the GameCube and everyone loved the N64. Yeah. But those two consoles, I could never, I don't know why, but I could never get a feel for the controller for either system. Well, the Wii, the GameCube might have been the joystick because they were trying a little bit of like PlayStation there. Uh, the N64 just was odd. Yeah. You had the three handles, and you mostly had to use that middle one because of the joystick. And then you'd have a lot of third-party games that would try to still have two joysticks, but <laughs> use the fucking yellow buttons. Yeah. Like, no, we can't. No, come on. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> no. There's a law somewhere. That, um, no, but the, the Wii U, it sucks. And those numbers are horrible. And a lot of people say, oh, yeah. 40,000, 40,000. I'm like, yeah, 40,000 is a big deal when you're only selling a little bit above 1 million. Yeah. And when, you know, you're, and when you're thinking about how much the previous console... See, here's the thing, though, is that the, the Nintendo Wii revolutionized it. You know, they, yeah. they did something different. They used motion control. And why do you think the Kinect came out and the PlayStation Move came out was because of that. And the Wii, the Wii U is Nintendo's attempt... To be more like the other guys. Yeah, when using technology that's made in the in the Xbox 360. Yeah. You know, they didn't even, you know, and they keep saying, oh, it's price, it's price. We wanted to keep it affordable. Xbox and PlayStation are selling at nearly 500 bucks a piece. That's because I think, and it's typical Nintendo, they're, it's like they're selling to the market of 10 years ago. Yeah. Gaming is so prevalent. In American households now, it doesn't matter how expensive the console is, as long as it's not ridiculous. But people expect to pay four or five hundred dollars for the console. Yeah. And honestly, it's money well spent because you're going to get plenty of entertainment out of the fucking thing. Oh yeah. And so it's it's not like you're wasting money. But I think too, um, we're going to really have to see what happens uh, this year for Nintendo because Nintendo has some big titles coming out. They got the yeah. new Zelda popping off, Star right. Fox. But that's kind of its downfall too is if you're not a Nintendo fan, you're not going to buy the Wii U because exactly. no third parties are making games for the fucking console. Yeah, and pretty absolutely. much all the sports franchises have pulled out. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so it's going to be it's it's sad because they're going to have to do something to to remind I was going to get I was going to get one for my kids. Oh yeah, you said that you were thinking of getting one. But they're just like they, I I sat them down at my computer, you know, and I was like, "All right, we're going to look at the games." And they were like, "Oh, that looks like a cool game. That looks like a cool game." But they've never had a Nintendo console, so it just looks cool. They they don't know anything about it. Right. And then and then um they were really excited about Mario Kart. And then they go, "Does it have Minecraft?" Of course, I said no. They didn't like that. And then and then I'm like, well, aren't you excited about Mario Kart? It's like, yeah, but there's other racing games for other consoles. I'm like, they're making more sense than me. <laughs> you know, you're, and, and, you're just trying. You're just hoping that they go for the Wii. <laughs> well, I'll probably end up getting a Wii later on just, just because I'm going to see how that Zelda pops off because that's more for me, though. Yeah. You know, I, I want to play the new Zelda. But um, then there's a the thing, too. If it's only one game. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, it, I might as well just miss it and watch a play watch a playthrough on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Be done with it. Um, yeah, we're we actually settled on the PS4. Like I kept bouncing back and forth between PS4 and Xbox One again, and then I just told Steve, I go, "Can you just tell me what console to buy?" <laughs> it's just, it was driving me crazy. Like I do, and and Steve said it many times before. I overanalyze everything and stuff, and I do it a lot with cell phones. But cell phones, it's a little easier because phones usually have distinct differences, and it's these and consoles, it's, and it's more it's more personal. Like it's yeah. more to you as opposed to like a console, which you know, it's just a machine that does something. Yeah. and the and the two the. Xbox One and the PS4 are too similar in hardware. Right. To to I was my mind felt like fucking soup. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and the one thing He's that had all over himself and <laughs> yeah, the one that had the Xbox One that I was tripping out about was no DLNA. But there's big rumors going on that they're going to add DLNA this year, and they most likely will. You know, so whatever. I don't even care <laughs> anymore. Yeah, you know, so super pimping. Anyway. In news that we all knew was coming, <laughs> uh, Bethesda's MMO Elder Scrolls Online will be switching to a free-to-play model. Uh, things haven't been going so well for the game, not seeing the numbers that they were hoping to see. Um, the They announced this shortly after the, they announced the release date for the Xbox One and PS4 versions of the game, uh, which are coming out on June 9th. There is no official... Announcement on oh no there is official announcement sometime at the end of February, um, when it will go free to play. So there's kind of a catch to this. It's not the free to play model as in absolutely free. It's more of a game of Game of Thrones. What the fuck? Uh, Guild Wars model where you have to buy the game, but playing on the servers is free. So they're calling it um, the Elder Scrolls Online Tamarel Unlimited. Um, it will include all the current content plus all the updates and content additions, including the exciting new Justice and Champion systems that no one is playing because nobody plays this game that one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you have to buy the game. Currently, the game is 60 bucks. I don't know if they're going to drop the price. They haven't said anything. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, at least at first, because to the company, they're saying, well, you don't have to pay a monthly fee anymore. But that's going to be a stupid decision. Yeah, they should drop it to at least forty bucks. But that's just my suggestion. What do I know? <laughs> you know. Um, so the real question is: is um, how is the stuff that you can buy going to outshine just playing for free? So they have ESO Plus, 
which is going to be if you continue playing, paying a monthly subscription, you'll get extra perks such as exclusive in-game bonuses, a money allotment of crowns, which is the in-game currency, um, to be used in the store and access to all DLC game packs for all player. So the thing I'm worried about is extra perks or no, um, exclusive in-game bonuses because the, 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 um, the in-game stores always fail a game when you have it like, oh, if you pay real money, you can get XP bonuses and strength bonuses. And then all the people who want to play for free, which it's kind of funny. So all the people who play for free will get upset. Oh, if they if they pay money, they get extra bonuses and the game's easier. Well, of course they right. fucking do. Yeah. It's not a charity. Right. You know, but it does it does put a it makes the game not as easy for those that don't pay for it and then they don't want to play anymore. You know, so it screws the game. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, I always said in the beginning that why they made an MMO for one of the most popular single-player RPG franchises, I'll never know. <laughs> the, the games have always been centered around you as being the main hero of the world. Well, that's it's like the whole GTA, GTA Online. Yeah. It's like, why? 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 Uh, well, we'll see how this works out for them. Oh, March 17th. I was in my article somewhere. I couldn't fucking find it. <laughs> and all current subscribers will be uh, converted. They'll be but you won't, have to re- you won't have to repurchase the game if you already have it. But um, And you can continue to just keep paying the monthly fee if you want. But if you don't, you'll just be dropped to a free-to-play. So, Interesting. Whatever. All right. Well, going over into comic book news... Following the same thing that Adam just said, in news that's not surprising, or news that we all knew was coming. With uh, the advent of Marvel's new Secret Wars event that's coming this May, which is basically bringing all parallel universes to converge on Battle Planet, on Battle World, and see who fights for dominance, uh, Marvel is still quelling the idea that it's a reboot. And I kind of believe that it's probably not a reboot, but I think it's a repositioning. Maybe yeah. bringing in characters that probably mirror more of their movie counterparts. Uh, or the, certain characters got are so much more of a villain that they're going to bring in, as Marvel likes to do, and turn villains into heroes. Uh, so, And especially with the death of Wolverine, Deadpool coming, and Professor X and all those, we may see them again. After this is all over. Well, it's been rumored for a long time now since for the last 15 years, uh, Marvel has had their second universe called the Ultimate Universe, which has always been kind of a little bit of the focus of the new Marvel movies. There's always been a little bit of the Ultimate Universe thrown in there. Well, it seems that with the with the uh, release of Secret Wars, Ultimate End Will be a ser- will be a five issue miniseries, basically handling the end of the Ultimate Universe, meaning that some characters and it's been already suspected that Miles Morales will be making his leap to the six one six universe, and we'll see if any of the other characters from uh, the Ultimate side make it into the uh, mainstay Marvel universe. So uh, Brian Michael Bendis is will be handling this uh, five issue run called Ultimate End. But there's also a, uh, it also seems to be happening that way with Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man. So 
it'll be interesting to see how how they end the story and how it mixes in with uh, Secret Wars. So that will begin in May. And you can actually see actually they have uh, some alternate covers. Not all that impressive. <laughs> yeah. uh, covers on there, the David Marquez and the uh, Mark Bagley uh, variant, as well as the other David Marquez variant. But uh, yeah, we all kind of knew this was coming. I mean, let's be honest, the Ultimate line has really shrunk down since they started 15 years ago. I mean, the only ones you have are like the Ultimates, which is like the Avengers and the new Avengers and Spider-Man. That's pretty much all you have in there now. So no sense in keeping it going. Yeah, it's um, and I don't I don't really a lot of people are saying oh, because of the new Fifty Two. I don't think it has anything to do with the Fifty Two. New Fifty Two is so old now, and then also Marvel does not do things because DC does them anymore. Yeah. So, but also, but also, but you know, look to look at uh, DC. I mean, how many Infinite Crises? Yeah, happened. You know, oh DC has, DC <laughs> is the king of changing everything and all yeah. that shit. So it's yeah, so it's um. I think it's a smart move. No, I think they. I think to be honest, it's it'd be a smart move for Marvel to start uh, cleaning up their, you know, their comic line because of the fact that you're gonna have a bunch of people that are gonna be like, oh man, I have Guardians of the Galaxy. That's pretty awesome. I want to check that out. And then they pick up the comic book and have no clue as to what's going on. Yeah, who these so that, characters are. That's that's probably what they're doing. Then they're gonna um, reboot the Ultimate line to be more movie. Yeah, more of the movie characters. That, I mean, that'd be smart. Yeah, it's a money game. Let's make some money. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fucky. Um, speaking of comic books, <laughs> <laughs> so there's something interesting going on in the Justice League books right now. Um, Batman has got himself some superpowers and some uh, super handicaps <laughs> and some super handicaps as well. Oh. So uh, excuse me. Um right now the Justice League is going about this thing called the Amazo virus which DC I love the namings. Just <laughs> Amazo virus. Yeah. You know somebody worked long and hard to come up with that name. Right. Uh so it's a virus created by Lex Luthor, of course. Of course. Um the purpose of the virus uh, it takes the powers away from metahumans, um, like super superman. Metahumans would be like uh, superheroes, yeah. people with powers. Um, it's, however, they, it's the reference they're using in uh, the Flash. Yeah. Metahumans. Oh, okay. So then everyone knows what I'm talking about now. Um, however, normal people have the opposite effect, where they develop flu-like symptoms, but then they also develop superpowers, which sounds cool, but eventually the virus kills the person. Um, well, as we know, it may be hard to notice because he's <laughs> such a badass, but Batman doesn't have any superpowers. So he's been inf in infected with the virus. Now, the interesting thing is the virus um, gives powers based on the sub what the subconscious would want. Um, so they're kind of tailored. So they're kind of bat-like powers. Unfortunately, Batman is now blind. <laughs> um, blind as a bat. <laughs> blind as a bat. But he has... Um, his new powers let him control sound waves, um, and he also has super hearing as well as a sonic scream, um, kind of like Banshee, but he, it's like a laser comes out of his fucking mouth when he 
does the thing. So it's interesting to see Batman with powers and, and typical of Batman. He's ignoring his health and mm-hmm. um, just justice, justice, justice. Right. Um, and he's trying to really clean up what's going on. But we're all a little nervous about how he's going to survive this as well. I mean, we know he will, but just how he does it, how he does it. Um, now, the thing was, too, and I saw some criticism. Where it's like, oh well, Batman's not Criti- di- cr- criticism. Yeah. What they go, Batman's not dying, um, like everybody else is soon. Why? Why is Batman alive longer? And I'm, I'm, I saw some uh, responses to that, which which actually made sense within the universe that Batman lives. Batman is the peak of physical health all the time. Works out all the time. In the few comic books where you see him eating, he's eating like fucking kale and silly shit like that. So I think he would he would survive a little longer because he's not you know the fat slob that sells the newspapers on the corner, right? You know, so it's um I don't know. There's always criticism. I haven't really been following this Amazo virus thing. I have <laughs> been following the um, Endgame, Endgame, which has been amazing. Um. I have and to catch of, up on that. And, of course, my Harley Quinn comics, which my guilty pleasure comic. Everybody has a guilty pleasure comic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's the Harley Quinn comics, um, which it really isn't a guilty pleasure when I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I got no shame. You know, <laughs> you really don't. I don't. So that's what's happening in Justice League. But it's it's um, it's kind of in- it's interesting to me because DC has all these big batman stories going on right now and i know we always say oh batman always gets all the shine but no it's beyond that like there are major like life-changing events happening to two different batmans at the same time right and which is a little fucking confusing and neither of them cross over to one another yeah and in a batman um at the end spoiler alert i won't spoil too much but the uh the court of owls making a it's court of owls right Mm. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. They're making a comeback. Oh. Yeah. And they may be an ally. Oh. And the, and the end game bit. So that's going to be, I have to actually now go back and read Court of Owls. I fucking didn't read it. <laughs> I didn't even know who they were when I saw the panel. I'm like, who are these fucking mm-hmm. clowns? I let you read my graphic novel of it, but you know what? Nope. You're just a dick now. I know. Is the whole, is the whole Court of Owls in one graphic novel? Yeah. Okay, then I'll just acquire that. Purchase that. (laughs) All right. In technology news, uh, Microsoft officially announced Windows 10. Uh, Yay! I'm actually excited about this. In their in their event last week, but they did something that I think is perfect, and it's what Microsoft needs to do. They are offering people Windows 10 for free that have Windows 7 or Windows 8.1. Flip the script. Yeah. Um, you're, the, rule, the rule is basic. You need to have that, and it's you have up to one year to download it after the release. So uh, People were still complaining, though. Well, you know. Oh, we only get a year? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? People, people like that need to just shut the fuck up is what they yeah. need to do. Uh, but, you know, I've heard other things, too, that, you know what? Microsoft is the king of, of changing it up, so they'll probably go a second year. 
I, I'm pretty sure that they're, they're... The, Microsoft has done that in the past, though. They'll, they'll extend it if enough people are saying, "Hey, wait, I didn't have enough time," or if a lot of people bought you computers. Have a fucking year. I mean, it's like yeah, but how... look at Windows XP. Oh Jesus! How many times that was fucking extended because people's incompetence, yeah. and especially if they're doing it to be nice, like Microsoft. Like I watched the entire event, mm-hmm. and it didn't have that same feel as an apple event where everyone's clapping every 15 seconds like a bunch of fucking trained seals right but if you really pay attention like they're they're telling things they're excited about it you can tell they're really excited about it but if you really pay attention to the tone and and the what was underneath the fucking the words was look we're sorry yeah we fucked up like we we haven't been really serving our customers properly the last last few years and this is us trying to get back on track yeah. and it, it really it there was a level of sincerity that was very strange to see which you wouldn't have got with balmer oh how balmer would just be screaming at everybody yeah <laughs> buy this <laughs> this is what you need yeah, you can tell the entire tone of the company is different yeah. well i mean and you know people complain about i mean there's still people that don't want to try windows 8 and and to me it's like you know what they have a desktop version you can just set it to open to that and it's no different than right. you know than than Windows Seven, I'm, uh, you know some functionality differences, but you know and yeah that's the same the same thing that I got from them was a level of okay we know we fucked up, you know we had Vista we fucked up there we did, you know Windows Seven, and that seemed to go well and then we just kind of got crazy and thought touch screens were the way of the future and we totally fucked over our bread and butter which is our keyboard and mouse customers. Right. Because you know what? Businesses still use keyboards and mouse. You know, it's like businesses and that's, you know, not a lot of businesses use Mac. So when you have businesses that there's no incentive for them because it's like, well, we're not touchscreen. Well, like that gamers. Yeah. The whole gaming crowd is not on board with touchscreen. They really shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, so if you're only focusing on touch, they lost a lot of gamers with Windows 8. They all stayed on Windows 7. Yeah. And that, and that's really, and that, and that, was really a thing and that's why i think this whole changeover over the last year was a great thing for microsoft because they put in people that like no we get it we know where we should have been and this is where we are but now we're trying to get there and giving everybody a year free is perfect because of the fact that you know um there's no risk involved there's no risk involved plus the fact you're going to get you're going to get people to push over and go, oh, well, it's free. Be- unlike Windows 7, because that was another fuck up right there, is you had Windows Home Edition. You know, you had the, you know, the. It was, it was, it was um, basic. Yeah, basic. Home premium. Right. Um, professional, professional. And then Enterprise. And ultimate, ultimate. 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 Yeah. You had and four, I think there was an Enterprise, too. Yeah. You had like four or five different versions. It's like, why? Why, why do you need all that? It was just Microsoft trying to cash in. And it's like, look, just yeah, because a lot of people will buy Ultimate when they don't even use it. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that you have, you know, and and you know, Apple used to do, you know, used to charge for the. Now it's like thirty bucks for the new OS, and people maintain and upgrade their OS. Thirty bucks is nothing. But if, and I don't fault Apple for doing that because their their whole their whole model is a little differently. They have a ro- what's called a rolling release. release. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't come out with new releases, which is something that Microsoft needs to start doing because that's what everybody else does and it's so much cleaner. Yeah. And if you if you start offering it for free, 
and start, you know, because uh, I was listening to uh, this podcast, uh, Twit, this week in tech, uh, and they were talking about how with micro, um, like, most people don't get a new operating system unless they buy a new computer. Yeah, and that's that's Microsoft's fault because they charge so much for their new OS. And even though they're still charging people that are buying the computer, right. they don't notice because it's wrapped up in the overall cost. Yeah, it's wrapped up in the overall cost. They call it the Windows tax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like people just like, well, I won't get the new OS until I buy a new computer. And that should not be new because every cycle you were trying to improve, obviously, if the computer's too old, it's not going to take the new one. Yeah, but... and most consumers <laughs> will run their computer into the fucking ground until yeah. they buy a new one. Yeah. And and nowadays most people are buying laptops, so all that stuff is all new premium grade hardware. So it'll run it, but this is what Microsoft needs to do is needs to make it affordable or even free for a little while or a heavily discounted price so everybody can catch up to the new thing. But the biggest thing that they need to work on is the fucking business side. Yeah. You know. I was surprised too. They're not only giving it free to Windows 8 users, but Windows 7 users as well. Yeah, and Windows Phone. Well, the phone I expected. You, may, but no, actually, you know what? No. I know what you're. I know what you're going with that. They're yeah. not making everyone buy a new phone. Yeah, they're not making everybody buy a new phone. Which means once it becomes available for phone, you can download the new OS. Because remember what happened with the Windows Phone Seven? You know, they that wasn't upgradable. That was that was kind of a. That was kind of a people not understanding how it works, though, because when the, the Windows Windows 8 phone, the code is so much different well, than yeah. when the Windows 7 phone. But it still sucks for the consumer. But even then, you got a Windows 7 phone. You probably need a new phone anyway <laughs> But because <laughs> there was some old fucking phones. I remember back in the day, T-Mobile had, a, had this really slick Windows 7 phone. I wanted that fucking phone so bad, dude, because that phone was crazy. Like, that was one of the first phones you could – because that was during the time when the iPhone – I don't even think Android was out or they had just come out. And and that Windows phone was the only one that you could have like fucking emulators on and it was like hackable and shit. And I was right. like, oh, I need that phone. But I, you know, didn't get it. So <laughs> that's the end of that story. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think they're doing a really good job. I'm really impressed. Um, I really like some of the technology they were showing off. Yeah. That that hologram thing, I think, is I honestly, if they do it right, I think it's going to be more influential to society than the fucking um, virtual reality shit. Oh right, yeah. Because I like the idea. The I the, the problem I have with virtual reality is I can't see who's in the room with me when I have it on. Yeah. I don't like that, <laughs> and I know a lot of people aren't going to like that. Yeah. So the hologram thing, you're still seeing the world. Right. You're just but you're just seeing yeah. just seeing things pop up in that same. In the same world. And I even like some of the things that they weren't talking about, like, or the media was ignoring, like that, um, that big screen, big touch screen for presentations. I was really impressed with that. Mm. I thought that was pretty cool for organizations because my, my kid's school, um, she's in like a very small school that's, they do all their work on the computer and shit, mm. but they have one of those like presentation TVs and they use it all the fucking time and it's fucking awesome. Like they can send, a document from their computer to the screen and, and stuff like that. And that was just an evolution of that. And I thought it was cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think Microsoft, I mean, especially, I mean, you, you saw the change when they broke down the pay last year, when they broke down the paywall 
yeah. for Xbox Live, and you started seeing, oh, wait, other companies don't charge for the access to that. Why are you? And then suddenly they change that, and they're changing their instead of going for what they did before, where it was, oh, we're going to streamline everything. Your computer is going to talk to your Xbox, and it's going to talk to your, your phone, and it's going to talk to your toaster and your watch. Which they, and... they did a bit of that, too, but, but it wasn't it, the overall. Yeah, it wasn't the overall theme. And then, you know, oh, yeah, and it's an Xbox. is an entertainment system, not a gaming console. And now it's like, okay, we know where we fucked up. We're, we're going to try to make it up. And, and... No. On that point, though, I was actually impressed because they they said they they definitely said they're about the games and and they they said um, that they're gonna do like you can stream your Xbox games to your computer. And, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, cool stuff like that. And then and then um, but they did say that they still want to make the Xbox One be the entertainment device of your living room. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when they were pr- first started marketing it, they didn't even talk about games. Yeah, that was the problem is they excluded the game. They, they excluded their bread and butter, really. Yeah, nobody minds the entertainment stuff on there, but that should be secondary. Because people, people are going to use it as that, – that's going to be their living room. Oh, yeah. But when you have it to where you're not even talking about what, it, what most people are going to get it for, you're alienating that crowd. And then they're going to be like, well, wait, what – then does my purchase not matter? And now a lot of people that have PS4s are complaining that it doesn't have the uh, same entertainment functionalities as the Xbox One. Because the Xbox One has DLNA, so you can stream anything from any wireless device to the de- – like music. It can, and even that, the PS4 doesn't even play MP3s right now. Right. So now the same people that were complaining about how the Xbox One wasn't focusing on games are now complaining that the PS4 doesn't – you know, Focus on entertainment. And eventually both of these systems will do it all. Yeah, because it's all software updates, you know. So I, I've heard actually that um, MP3 playback will be pretty soon on the PS4, um, yeah. as well as rumors with DLNA. See, DLNA is a touchy one because Microsoft owns most of the fucking patents <laughs> for DLNA. So, but they'll. I know Plex just came out for PS4, which it it is a pay service. It's like five dollars a month. But you can have Plex on your computer or on your phone or whatever too, and you can stream stuff that way. So if you absolutely need it, then it's it's there. But the, I don't like that pay shit. Yeah. But whatever, you know. We'll see. Still got Netflix and Hulu. So yeah, exactly. Really what's imp- that's really what's important. Um. All right. So. Well, I mean, PlayStation is getting rid of their music unlimited and going with Spotify. I think that's a good move. Yeah. They're going. It's. I can't remember what it's called, but the backbone is going to be Spotify. Yeah, I think that's a good move, just because no one used Music Unlimited. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So Elon Musk, yet again, is trying to change the fucking world. This guy can't even stop, dude. Yeah. Like it's. He's it, downloading it, comics from the future right now. Right. So right. He, right. He doesn't know where to stop. The thing. The thing with Elon Musk is like, he reminds me. Of the innovators you read about in the early 20th century. Mm. Like how he just like. He just keeps coming out with new shit. Or just making current shit better. And he really hasn't failed. I, I don't remember him failing. I mean everyone's talking about how his. Uh, that miss The missile. The um, the launch rocket for. The, the um, cargo ship. Was supposed to land on the on the uh, platform in the ocean. 
because mm-hmm. he's trying to make a reusable one. Well, it landed on the platform, but it blew up once it got there. <laughs> and they found fa- they found out what the problem was was it didn't have enough hydraulic fluid on it. So he posted on Twitter. He goes, "All right, we we have the we have the new rocket all set for the second test with plenty of hydraulic fluid. So if it blows up, it won't be because of that." <laughs> and I just I thought that was so cool because like. Because as soon as it blew up, people were like, oh, he failed, he failed. I'm like, do you guys not remember it's called a test. how it works? You know, you can't. it can't be fucking perfect every time. Yeah. And the fucking thing went practically to space and then guided itself to a small platform on the ocean. Come yeah, on. Yeah, people don't, people don't. And the ship was successful. Yeah, people don't want to know that unless it completed well, They, other, it's a failure otherwise. Whatever. And we all know that uh, I want a Tesla so fucking bad. Yeah. I've been driving that shit. I, dr- I, drive to, I drive to California every weekend. Just come <laughs> see ya. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm here to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's working on right now, and Google just backed him in billions uh, for this project. But they're going to sell advertising while they're at it. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to mine for information while they right. get money for it. So he wants to launch... The system of communication satellites um, lower than a normal orbit. So they're talking about 750 miles up. Um, and what this network is going to do is it's it's not only going to speed up the internet um, by about 40% because light travels about 40% faster in a vacuum than it does in atmosphere because it's not bouncing off of everything. Right. Um, he, he also wants to – it will provide internet to pretty much the entire planet. At a low cost, because there's still, I mean, you know, we're in, we're in America, or if you're in, um, you know, developed parts of Europe and, and and Australia and stuff like that, you take them for granted that internet, because there's still plant, there's more places in on the earth that don't have internet, you know, and and it's kind of what's changed the world so far, for good or bad. Uh, <laughs> That's why dictatorships um, don't allow the internet. Exactly, because information fucks it up. Mm-hmm. And that's what Obama was saying in a re- and when he did the YouTube interviews. He said that um, eventually the North Korean regime is going to fall because information is going to seep into the country from the internet and people are going to start asking questions. You know, And that's true, what he said. Yeah. Wikipedia then, will start a revolution. And, that, <laughs> and then uh, North Korea said that he was a – it sounded like – he, it's like the speech of a loser. I'm like losing what? <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. For another day. Um, so let me just read this. This is kind of complicated. So let me just read this par- paragraph. By bringing closer to Earth, by bringing them closer to Earth than traditional communication satellites, the system in theory would improve the overall speed of internet connections. The quote service would in theory. Rival fiber optic cables on land while also making the internet available to remote and poor regions that don't have access. As of right now, data travels through the internet by way of routers and servers all connected by landlines. I'm simplifying here, by the way. This isn't the quote. Um, With this new satellite system, there would be less travel time for data as it bounces off satellites until reaching its destination. A quote from Musk himself, um, the speed of light – oh, it's the same thing I said. The speed of light is 40 percent faster in the vacuum um, than it is in space. So he's, he basically – it's giving satellite internet, which they use in rural areas of the country to countries that prob- that won't be able to support the infrastructure for internet. Sort of. The, yeah. and, and that was – at first, I was like, we already have satellite internet. But the difference here is um, the satellite internet we have now like – 
for people that live in the sticks or whatever. One, it's expensive, but also it's um, your satellite at your house is going directly to one satellite, but that satellite is getting its information from ground satellites that's oh, connected to saying. the current infrastructure. So this system, the entire the entirety of the internet would be up in space. So it's not it's not bouncing. Well, obviously not the entirety, but you know what I mean. It's right. not bouncing from the from the ground to space down to you. It's it's bouncing throughout all these satellites. So it it doesn't have to get just connect to one satellite. So it'd be really fast, um, and it allows to move information to other places. Also, and I don't know why I didn't put this in the fucking article. Um, there was talk too that. He wants to utilize this system as a communication system for his SpaceX projects as well. So you know he's he's got a hard on for fucking Mars, right? And he he says that he can use these new communication satellites to communicate with Mars much faster uh, than NASA does currently today. Um, and of course, he'll just share the technology with NASA. He always does that. I don't know how he makes money. He's always <laughs> sharing. Like he did that with Tesla. He 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 um. He took all the patents off of the battery technology and just told everybody, go ahead, hmm. make your own. No one did. I don't know why, but it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Oh, no, he did it on the motor too. And um, I forget who it was. It might have been Nissan or something. They took the, the motor and made their own. So it's whatever. But the um, it's just Nikola Tesla's electric motor. But <laughs> – <laughs> it's a better version of it. Um, anyway, so the communication thing is really interesting. Now, it's something we won't see right away, obviously. Uh, the cost is estimated at about $10 billion, um, which Google has provided a fair chunk. I think about $1 billion Google threw in. Um, but we won't see anything getting off the ground until at least five years from now, uh, according to Musk. So, But he he wants to do it, and we know... We know from experience that when he wants to do something, he pretty much does it. So, and he's making a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, on his other projects. So, that's gonna be cool. The internet forty percent faster. I'm okay with that. Hey, I just saw an internet meme that had uh, Pete Carroll handing somebody fast food through a window for the Seahawks. I saw, I saw yeah, that should I hand you this or step five back five yards and throw it for no reason? <laughs> an idiot space internet it's almost like the future dude i know yeah but it confused me at first because i was like we already have satellite internet yeah but i had to look up like what the difference was and shit because he didn't even acknowledge current satellite internet so i didn't know what the difference was from his article (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't even know it existed so I didn't know I needed it until he said I did. <laughs> I think one of the companies is like Net Ten and Wild Blue and Yeah. You know, they're cool for a niche crowd. But yeah. it's like I remember I forget which one it was. All of them have data caps for one. Yeah. But the one that didn't have data caps, it was like a hundred a month. Oh yeah. And I was like, and no one's in the city's getting that. That's too yeah. expensive. Oh fuck yeah. All right. Elon Musk bringing us the future. Elon Musk, dude. <laughs> and oh, they okay? Remember that fucking Hyperloop? Oh, yeah, yeah. That they, they originally said, no, you can't build that in California? Well, they're right. building a test one in Texas now. <laughs> of course. 
and watch. It's gonna he's gonna prove it, and then California's gonna be like, "Oh, can you make it over here?" And I'd, I'd be funny. He's like, "No, bitch, I'm building this in New York. He'll suck be, a dick." He'll be like, "Oh, oh, oh, now you want it? Now you want it? Did I go hear, from? Did I hear like, you say now you want it? Now you want it? <laughs> you go from San Diego. I think it was San. It was either San Diego to San Francisco or L.A. to San Francisco, cool. in thirty minutes. Oh, I go to San Francisco every weekend." Dude, imagine if that they had one from Phoenix to L.A. I'd fucking see you every day. Oh. Hey, what's up, fool? <laughs> hey, you want to come over and get dinner? Yeah, sure. <laughs> After what? I'd ride. Hey, I got that, I got that movie you want to see. Oh, right, real quick. I'll come over. <laughs> you'll be you'll be in L.A. I'm in Phoenix. You call me up. Hey, um, I went to Wienerstedt, so I got you a number two. You want to stop by? Oh yeah, I'll be there in a second. It's <laughs> <laughs> still hot when I show up. <laughs> Of course, once I get to L.A., then I have to take L.A.'s public transit system to get to your house. I'll right. still be there the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called This Week's This Bitch. <laughs> uh, so this week's This Bitch should be no surprise to anyone, Comcast. But Why? <laughs> They're Comcast. Yeah, aside from that. Uh, I'm going to read this article. This comes from GeekWire. So getting on the phone with Comcast customer service can be the worse than navigating Dante's nine circles of hell. Not only did the Spokane, Washington customers have to endure poor service, but they got a bill in the mail addressed to Asshole Brown. (laughs) The backstory, courtesy of consumer watchdog site Elliot.org, written by Chris Elliott, Lisa Brown, a volunteer for a missions organization for a missions organization in Spokane, Washington, contacted me yesterday because of a billing problem with Comcast, her local cable provider. The issue: the name on her the name on their bill had been changed from her husband's name, Ricardo, to Asshole Brown. Brown was trying to cancel their cable service due to financial difficulties and was told that she'd have to pay a $60 fee, then was passed to a retention specialist to try to get her to re-up for another two-year contract. Brown told Elliot that she was shocked to receive the bill. Quote, I was never rude, she said. I could, it could have been that the person was upset, but because I didn't take the offer. Apparently, Brown tried to, mix, uh, to fix the mess herself to no avail. But when Elliot stepped in and received a call from customer's VP of communications from the Washington region, Stephen Kipp, who said, quote, we have spoken to our customer to our customer and apologized for the this completely unacceptable and inappropriate name change. We have zero tolerance for this type of res- disrespectful behavior and are conducting a thorough investigation to determine what happened. We are working with our customer to make this right and will take appropriate steps to prevent this from happening again. To Comcast's credit, they did eventually refund Brown two years of service and are giving her another two years free, according to Elliot. And they issued this statement on their website. Quote, it's a privilege to have customers use our products and have them invite us into their homes. Each and every customer deserves to be treated with respect and in a recent situation with a customer in Spokane, that clearly didn't happen. We apologize to our customer for the unacceptable situation and address it directly with the employee who is no longer working on behalf of Comcast. We are working hard to transform the customer experience and all of our employees play an important role in making this happen. We'll take every opportunity to learn from our mistakes and fix the issue to make their experiences better. Glad that there's a happy ending to the story for Brown. And now, if you've never seen this before, here's Dante's Nine Circles of Hell recreated by Legos. Um, now, <clears throat> that was all fine and dandy. The problem is, is that now there's other people that are coming forward saying that they have done that they've gotten the same treatment from Comcast. 
changing it to asshole or whore or, you know, whatever name that they have. Comcast went even further and said that they have terminated um, the company they were doing, they were they had outsourced their customer service department with and are looking into some of the other companies that they're dealing with too. So this is a huge issue for, uh, for fucking uh, Comcast, which, of course, everybody knows, you know, has the worst customer service yeah. in the world. So this is, that's just, I mean, the balls, dude. Like they wouldn't be able to track you down. I mean, it reminds me of something that we would do, like when we worked at EQ. Like, <laughs> we're gonna find who you did that. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I used to work for um, Time Warner. Time Warner, and uh, you'll get busted. Like, they monitor everything you do. Yeah. You know, so it's it's I don't know. Comcast, I think, is getting a little too fucking big for their britches, dude. I know. Seriously. On a side note, the nine circles of hell made by Lego is actually quite impressive. <laughs> It says on the, on the on the second one is lust, and it shows a picture, and it's like all these fucking um, sexual images, <laughs> and it says uh, surrounded by erotic representations. Those overcome by lust are forced to watch and experience disgusting things, ultimately being condemned to drown in the menstrual river. Oh, that's not. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. I was listening to the story, and I was like, "Yeah, Comcast sucks." And as soon as you said that last bit, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I said, like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I went and clicked on it. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, all right. So, if you'd like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it to us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word, using the hashtag this bitch. All right. Well, before we head out, we want to, we would like to ask you guys for support. We're making, uh, we enjoy making these podcasts for you, and we ask that you just comment or rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. You can go to the website, lazygeeks.com, and let us know what you think. It only takes a couple of sec- seconds, and it would greatly help us out. Also, if you want to uh, get in contact with us, you can you can like us or add us to your circle on Facebook or Google+, or hit us up on Twitter at the Geeks. And if you want to send us something to our mailbag, please do. You can send it to thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com.